You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. Can you guys fucking believe that I got... Does it... Wait. Do you say du moi? Yes. You nailed it. You nailed it. Oh my gosh. Because you know I'm like partly French. So like moi, yeah. du moi. Like I get it. Du moi. Du moi. Yeah. Yeah. You make it sound better. So sexy. Oh, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> can you guys fucking believe that I have du moi, du moi on the podcast? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you okay. for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So for, for the people who are not super familiar with Dumois, which who the fuck are you? And are you even into pop culture? If you don't follow Dumois on Instagram, you are a pop culture account, but there's a major plot twist to it. So basically you're private. So we have to follow you to know what's up. And the magic happens on stories. It doesn't actually happen on the feed. Like the feed is cool and it's super fun and it's pop culture content, but we get so much fucking gossip on stories. So I know that you have a little bit of a disclaimer and a bit of a preface that you want to give to people. Why don't you go ahead and do that now? Um, yeah. So I just want to say before we get started that any information I receive, um, which is usually through Instagram, some of it is through email now, um, is information that I do not independently check to be true. Um, so anything that I post is not necessarily based in fact. So yes. I just need to throw that out there, um, you know, before we discuss anything or bef even before if you decide you want to follow, just something to keep in mind. Nothing has been proven. It's all based on rumor and conjecture. So you're kind of the real life gossip girl. People send you tips and stories and you repost them on your stories, but none of the facts have been confirmed. We don't know if they're facts or not, but it's just a huge, massive gossip party about all your favorite celebrities. And yeah, so I obviously as a pop culture journalist, quotation, <laughs> who the fuck knows at this point, and, you know, pop culture commentator, I would say, I check the account daily. Like I can't do a day without checking the account, basically. Oh, that's so, that's nice. I'm happy to hear that. So let's confirm for people, you're a girl, okay? You're anonymous, yeah, yeah. But you're a girl. You're by yourself. So this is only your thing. There's not another person. So um, I mainly manage it, but I do now have help in other areas. Um which I don't really want to get into or be too specific about, but it's right, a lot right. of work. So I do have help now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a, not a team, but it's a couple of people and myself. Okay. But you launched it yourself and it's kind of your baby. Um, yeah. So I launched, well, I've had this account for seven years and mm -hmm. it started as a lifestyle website Um and Instagram account. So it really started as like a, a website with a lot of content in it. And we interviewed like certain people um, that were interesting in New York and LA. And we had fashion tips, and restaurant tips. And then just in conjunction with that, we had this Instagram account. And once um, I, me and my partner who started the original Instagram account sort of went our separate ways, I kept the Instagram account um, not the website. So the website with all the content to sort of make it legit was gone. And it was just an Instagram account that I sort of posted whenever I was bored. Um, so back in March when quarantine happened, 
obviously I had a lot more time on my hands. And one day I was just sort of like threw it out there. And at this time I only had about 45,000 followers. I was already following you then. To me, you've just been- Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh my God. So you're an OG. You're what I call an OG. Yeah, like my friend Lainey and her sister Sharona, literally, I've been talking about pop culture for two, three years now. And they're always like, oh my gosh, you need to follow Dumois. Like you need to follow this account. Like, Oh, okay. You're an OG. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. So basically, so you know, but I'll just quickly explain. So um, before March, I was just reposting blind items and um, bits of gossip that I found interesting from like various parts of the internet. And I would also do this little bit where I would repost like Bumble profiles. I don't know if you would ever like caught that, but. No. Yeah. So it was basically like my dating life and pop culture. So that's what the account was. So then in March, when, you know, everyone was home doing nothing, um, I threw it out there to my 45,000 followers. I said, why don't you guys write in your encounters and your experiences with celebrities. And, you know, I didn't think I'd get anything back. And one girl, I don't even rem- I don't know who she was. She was just a follower, wrote in a story about Leonardo DiCaprio. And I just threw it up there and posted it. And that opened the fucking floodgates. So that's literally how this whole thing started with Leonardo DiCaprio, which is why I also always post about him so much. Um, because honestly, it all started with Leo. And what was that story? I ha- we haven't even done tip of the week yet, but I need to know what was the story about Leo <laughs> that girl well, posted. I'm going to, again, say all of this is based on rumor and I don't know any of this to be true, but the story that she said was that Leo was gay. She had okay. nothing. I feel like I've heard that before. Not from Dumois. I feel like I've heard it definitely. Yeah, in I mean, listen, like, all these actors and actresses, they're fluid. You know what I mean? It's like not a big deal. But, you know, to some people, it, it might be a big deal. You know what I mean? So oh, I she know. Wrote, yeah. So she wrote in, Leo is gay, blah, blah, blah. And I just posted it. And then that literally op- opened up the floodgates. And here we are now. And also, I may I just add, nothing wrong with being fluid or being gay, but I've seen a lot of people that, you know, moved to LA and were completely straight. And, you know, because LA is so open-minded and it's very fluid, like yeah. some people then just become fluid themselves because that's kind of just the vibe there. It's very free. It's very progressive. Yeah. People are just more open-minded there. So, you know, it's it can definitely just happen by living in LA, I feel like. Totally. And I'm sure New York is the same way. And like, honestly, when I got the post, I wasn't even, I wasn't like, oh my God, you know, just like, okay, let me just see like if this will generate more. And it did. And it generated a lot more. So um, that's how it started. Well, before we get into more detailed questions, you know what's coming. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. So my tip of the week is um, something that I actually discovered on TikTok. I don't know, um, Diana, if you ever dabble in the talk, as I call it. But, I, um, <laughs> I literally, all my last purchases that I made in, during quarantine were just because of TikTok. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So um, it is called H-Factor water and it's hydrogen infused water. 
and <clears throat> it reduces inflammation and it has a lot of powerful antioxidants in it. And it comes in like this little Capri Sun pouch. Do you know what? I don't know if you know what Capri Sun is because you're um, no, European. If yeah. had that. Okay. So it was like this, it's like this fun little like juice drink for kids and it comes in like this pouch. Anyway, this water comes in, in a similar type pouch and I'm like addicted to it. You can get it on Amazon. It's so smooth. I don't know if it's reducing my inflammation, but I feel great. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know if it's actually you know, <laughs> yeah. what it says on the packaging, but it just ma- it does something to you and you're like, I'm exactly. down. Exactly. It makes I me happy. That. Like, yeah, uh, it's $30 for like 12 waters. I like don't give a shit. I'm like, whatever it takes these days to. $30 for happiness, my friend. You know exactly. what? You know, beggars can't be choosers at this point. Exactly. So that's my tip. Beggars can't be choosers. When you've been locked in your house for months, beggars can't be choosers. Um, My tip of the week is actually a website called The Sport Look. And so you, Dumois, is not aware, but most of my listeners are aware that I'm quite... I don't like to be a basic bitch and I don't think I am. But when it comes to outfits and athleisure wear, I'm a hundred percent a basic bitch. Okay. I live in athleisure wear. What'd you expect? I live in LA. I wear the fucking leggings. I drink the fucking latte with the fucking oat milk. That's who I am. And so basically what I love about this website is that they have all the best North American athleisure wear brands that living in LA, I never knew about, never found out about. And this website is actually Swiss, but they ship everywhere. And oh, amazing. They, yeah, no, so good because I'm in Switzerland now, quarantine, long story. I've said it so many times on the podcast. But um, so, you know, they started this website and they actually curate all these really cute, amazing athleisure wear sets that you can basically wear at SoulCycle, but you can also wear them in the day and you can transform them from day to night. So they're also very chic, but very comfy. Mm-hmm. Love them all. Wow. Yeah, so flattering. The leggings suck you the fuck in. The best thing in the world. So I highly recommend going to check out the sport look. Come be a basic bitch with me. You know what I mean? Okay. (laughs) That is my tip of the week. Okay, so let's get into some detailed questions. So I actually wanted to ask you about... um, Because, okay, you've kind of told me the story about your Instagram. It was a website. Then you were kind of bored. When people look at your feed... You know, I you, we don't expect for like tea to be spilled. You know what I mean? It just looks right. like a pop culture fan account, which I love, <laughs> by the way. And right. you kind of have to know what you're getting into when we're following you. So how would you say the audience kind of built? Was it like more word of mouth? Was it because of that original website that you created? Because I personally um, yeah. found you via word of mouth. Yeah, so... Exactly. Like my feed does not reflect anything that I, I really post, except I do have like my favorite celebrities that I feel are on brand um, for the brand that we were trying to build seven years ago. So those are the people that you'll see on my feed a lot. Um, but it's like the Olsen twins, Naomi Campbell, um, Kate Moss. Um, so the 90s vibe. Yeah. Well, and then also like Kris Jenner, um, mm-hmm. Beyonce, like just like fierce bitches. Do you know what I mean? Like just yeah. like fierce bad bitches um, who are also like stylish. That was like the vibe. Right. Um, 
that was the that was the vibe before. So I sort of kept that vibe for the feed, the actual feed, and then it's sort of like the wild west in the stories. Like, you know what I mean? Like nothing. I post shit sometimes, and it's like, you know, I like swipe out stuff with my finger, like the white stuff. It's like all crazy. Like sometimes I'll look at like what I'm posting. I'm like, this could probably look a lot prettier if I'm really trying to like, you know what no, I mean? Like, no, no, I love that. It's, it's like not so pretty. rogue. It's raw. It's raw. It's yeah, like it's, you exactly. want the real gossip, that's where you go. If I want something curated, I go on fucking Cosmo and read a boring ass article about fucking Kylie Jenner. Let me tell right. you. Well, that, it's funny you say that. And that's why when I make a mistake, I'll keep it up. I'll, I'll If I make a mistake reporting something and, and someone corrects me, I will keep up the mistake. So you'll see the evolution of like, you know, how somebody might have told me something and it was wrong. And then I got a bunch of DMs correcting me. And then, you know, in the end, we all figure out together that this is the right information. Yeah, it's so, a group effort. Right. It's, it's 100% a group effort. A lot of my information, I would say 99% of my information is through the DMs. Like, I don't really seek anything out myself, to be honest, because honestly, I don't have time because managing the dms and responding to everyone which i really do try to respond to every single person even if it's just like a double tap to acknowledge that i read their message um that takes up a lot of time so right you know it really kind of snowballed during quarantine but you were still you know having getting tips and posting tips before that i remember there were so many conspiracy theories on your account how did you kind of build this audience of gossip bitches just coming and how did that kind of happen because i don't know it was, it's, it's so hard like I, I, my account is not private and it's not you know i put it all out there and it's so hard for me to build an audience i just kind of want to understand what caused the snowball effect um well i think before before quarantine, um, I was posting just random information I found, you know, from other websites. Like I, I cite crazy days and nights a lot, blind gossip, you know, other websites like that. So I was just pulling information and you could see clearly that I was just, you know, copying and pasting information from other accounts. Now you could see that like, it's a DM. Like I'm reposting like a direct message from somebody. So th this is, these are firsthand accounts, whether they be true or not, of these people's experiences. So you can't really get more authentic than that. Whereas yeah. like where I'm, when I'm pulling information, that's just, you know, it could be whatever. I feel like they, I feel like there's more of a sense of authenticity to it this way. And that just built the audience like through word of mouth. That's it's what I think. Crazy. I mean, I have no, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest, because it's crazy. All these bitches using hashtags and all you got to do is <laughs> get a couple gossip stories and look at, look at that. Look at you. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I think if I didn't post so much and interacted so much with my followers, I wouldn't have built this audience as fast as I did. I think if I was just kind of lax about it, I mean, I work really hard um, at posting stuff. So I think that's why it's paid off. I think it's yeah. just like consistency. So I think yeah. if, if, if anyone's looking for advice, like you just have to like really honestly put in the hours and be consistent. A lot about Dumois is very secretive because obviously it's all gossip. And, you know, we're, we're, we're about to have a huge gossip sesh just now. But 
do you make any money from from doing this at all or is it just you know you don't no i don't make any money and i think it's going to come to a point where i'm going to have to make a decision if whether or not i want to do spin off of instagram and do something that maybe i can generate a little bit of money from um because it is a lot of work uh or if i just kind of want to give it up I haven't decided yet, but I can't, I can't maintain it. Like at this pace, the amount of hours I put into it every day, like, you know, just posting and talking to people in the DMs. Like I formed like real relationships with, you know, some of these people that I don't even know. Do you know what I mean? I like, I talk to them every day. Like I talk to these people more than I talk to my, my parents sometimes. So just to keep up that pace, yeah. Pace is going to be, it's a lot. So I have to decide whether if I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I might just like ask the people what they want, you know, if they want me to continue it on another platform, like I'm not going to be like unboxing like shit that people send me for free. Like I'd rather fucking stab myself in the eyes with knives. Like I'm not going to be doing that, but maybe something else. And I think I'd probably just ask my followers what they want and see what they say and do whatever, you know what I mean? Whether maybe it's what you just said, or maybe it's a podcast or maybe it's something else. Like, I think I'll just, probably throw that question out there at some point and see, you know, how everyone feels about it. Because like you said, it is a community. Like I can't, I don't really do this by myself. Like you asked, like, is it just me? But the answer is like, no, it's not just me. It's like me and about, I don't know, 10,000 other people that are sending me all this information. So. Right. Please continue. Um, (laughs) So there's a couple stories that were posted over quarantine that I was very, you know, intrigued about. And obviously, we do, we're going to keep saying this. It's all gossip. None of the facts have been confirmed. So please, if you want to come at us, don't because you'll fucking lose because we gave you a disclaimer. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, I have a very good lawyer as well, so don't you dare. Um <laughs> I so there's so many rumors circling around about Kristen Cavallari and the cancellation of the show and I kind of want you to it's not coming from you disclaimer again okay relax bitches we have nothing else (laughs) to do and I just kind of want you to tell my audience what gossip was said and what are people saying about this and you know because it's something that I've seen on the news personally yeah. So the okay. So the whole Kristen Cavallari like storyline like started off really slow. So the thing with my Instagram account is like if you've been engaging with it since March, like you probably know a lot of information. If you're just tuning in, you're gonna get half the story. So with the Kristen Cavallari um, situation, in the beginning there were bits and pieces like trickling in about her. Then all of a sudden somebody I don't obviously don't know who this person is but they popped off about Kristen I don't know their relation to Kristen but they did they have a relationship with her period I don't they know who she is and they have a relationship with somebody involved in the story that's all I'll say they have a relationship with somebody involved in the story and they know Kristen so whether or not that skewed their answer, I mean, their their DM or not, I don't know. So they popped off. I'm, I'm sure you saw the DM. It was like three D, it was like three posts long of them. The longest thing I've ever read on Instagram, yes. Yeah. 
it, it was like popping off of that, like every aspect of Kristen and Jay's life. Like, you know, he put $10 million into Uncommon James and she doesn't cook for shit and her cookbook is bullshit and she's this and that. I read so, that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the first real like person who seemed close to the situation who sounded off about it. Then simultaneously, I got an anonymous email because I, you could also submit through an email. Um, that Jay Cutler, again, rumor, no fact, do not know that this to be true, had a romantic relationship with a male. Now, nobody, when I posted that, like, said that wasn't true. I'll just say that. Nobody really said, this is crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But somebody who everyone was DMing me, like, did Kristen write this? Like, who wrote this? Is this Kristen? Somebody, in response to the DM that popped off, wrote another, like, three-post-long DM sort of, like, defending Kristen. Yet, you know, um, she cooks, uh, Jay didn't give her the money, blah, 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 blah. That person, I did not ask their relation to Kristen, but I'm assuming that they are close because she knew a lot of personal information about her. Um, okay. So you have two sides of the story. I don't know which thing. And then you have this other story about Jay. Now, I will give you, I will say this. I don't really know if I should, but I'll say it anyway. Um, (laughs) The person who sent the DM in defense of Kristen came back. And I don't usually do this, but I, when I say, also, I just want to preface, when I say I know someone that, that, means I don't personally know know them. I just DM with them a lot. So right. this person who this person who defended Kristen, I'm gonna say I quote unquote know them, they came back to me and they said, can you please send me that one post because it had expired about Jay being gay. And I don't usually do this, but I sent it to her. Like with the with the like incriminating information whited out. Um I mean, she could have taken a screenshot of it when it was up, but she just didn't. But for some reason, she, like, wanted this post. Now, I never asked her why she wanted it. And part of me was kind of like, she going to, like, show Kristen? Like, what is going on? Like, why did she want this post that has expired? Do you know what I mean? It was right. It was weird, right? Like, am I – do you understand, no, like, what I mean? I mean, my first thought when you said this was this person is definitely going to go and show Kristen. Yeah, so I was like, is she going to go show Kristen? And then, like, it, like I'm not, I, I didn't know what to think. And I haven't heard from her since, and I, I didn't ask her, um, why do you want this? But since then, somebody else DM'd me, and this is totally separate, and asked me to send them old posts about, I don't even know who, like, let's just say, like, Harry Styles or something. So I was like, I said no, because I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not, like... You know, you snooze, you lose. It's up for 24 hours. You see it, great. You don't, I'm sorry. Like, I'm yeah. not doing highlights anymore. I'm not, like, sending posts Yeah, DM. I think it's very smart not to do the highlights. I think it's kind of like, yeah, you snooze, you lose. You have to be there. You have to be at the, you know, at the rendezvous. Since we're doing more, let's carry on with the friends. <laughs> I love that. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? It's called a rendezvous. And if you, if you miss it, you're done. And yeah. I, I love that about the account because it's kind of like, you know, a, a show. Like you want to just stay on top of it. You know what I mean? Um, right. Can I, can I inject my own personal thoughts about this? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, I would love to hear it because you probably see like all the posts and if it's someone you're interested in, you're going to have an opinion. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I, I have such an opinion on but for two reasons. Number one, I know someone and I obviously can't mention their name. And that is like actual fact, though. And that person might fucking kill me. But, you know, who cares at this point? Um, right. Come across Kristen a few times, doesn't know her personally. And but Kristen, you know, had brief interactions with that person and made it kind of apparent that there was an issue with the marriage before anything was put out there in the news and that it wasn't all rainbows and roses and God knows what the expression is. I fail all my analogies, but there's definitely something, you know, that was hindering them for a while before this quote loving decision was made. Bull fucking shit. Let me tell you. Um, right. And seemed to be very open to moan about it to people that she came across with that she didn't even know. That's numero uno. So whether he's gay or not, I don't fucking know. It seems to be a, a rumor that people love to spread around about people in Hollywood at the minute. Very popular rumor to spread. But right. um, as a per- as a customer of Uncommon Uncommon James, can't even say the name. How do you say it? Uncommon James. You got uncommon, it. Uncommon James. See, when you're American, it, it's really a lot easier. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I bought the stuff. It looks so cute. Not that good quality. I find it very hard to believe that $10 million was invested in that company, right. regardless of it being true or not. Like, I don't know who put the money in it, but whoever said it was $10 million, probably can't be fully, fully, fully trusted because... No. Well, let me also add that this person also told me, which I don't know if it makes a difference, that they had been drinking (laughs) when they wrote that. So I think it sort of gave them a little liquid courage and maybe they were embellishing some of the information in that DM. I mean, a lot. I know a lot of people who have started e-commerces and obviously there's so many different ways that you can do so, but... You know, it's it's cheap jewelry. It's not g- amazing quality jewelry. You can't wear that jewelry in the shower. So I no. doubt that ten million was invested in the business. That sounds a little exaggerated to me. Regardless of the quality of the jewelry, ten million is not how much people invest in an e-commerce business. No, you're right. So I think that I think that this person was just like I said, popping off, had some wine and just threw a number out there. And like, it was shocking because like, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he invested some of the money because, you know, Kristen to me is the quintessential like LA girl. And the fact that she moved to, what was it? Nashville? God knows. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that she moved to Nashville for her man, like she obviously kind of like, she's an LA person. Do you know what I mean? Like, isn't she moving back to LA now? I'm sure. I mean, did you watch Laguna Beach? Of course. Yeah. I mean, the point is, like, you know, she doesn't have the best reputation um, yeah. as a person. So anything that is said about her in that regard, I, you know, tend to believe. Um, yeah. So she probably wasn't the easiest person to be married to, I would imagine, just based on that. 
Yeah, um, I can see her having a bit of a temper and a bit of sass and just it being difficult to deal with on the daily. But, you know, considering that she kind of moved her whole life to be to live the Nashville life with her husband, which she's not with anymore because obviously she wasn't happy with him. You know, I'm not surprised if she was like kind of bored and kind of angry and was like, I want to start a business, but I'm not in LA. So I'm not making money, you know, doing press and doing this and going to these events and making these appearances and shooting, you know, this show, whatever. Well, then she did shoot a show, but before that. So I wouldn't be surprised if she got a little help from the hubby. Yeah. I mean, listen, the bottom line is she was, she managed to stay relevant for how many years? How long ago was Laguna? Like Like 15 years years now? 15 years, Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So she managed to stay relevant that long. So um, whatever she needed to do to accomplish that, I would not put past to her. Do you know and what I mean? So what was said about the show being canceled and there was a rumor. Oh, about Oh, yeah. That th- I didn't really understand that part. Like something she said, like they they weren't going to renew it. I, I Honestly, I, after a while, like I start to tune some of that stuff out because I read so much. So yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't remember what she said. That's fine. Um, it's canceled. There, there's not going to be a very Cavallari anymore. We, that's the end of that. Right. <laughs> um, my um, next story that I was, <laughs> I'm very cutthroat <laughs> when it comes to the pop culture. I, you know, describe my pop culture commentary as savage. So don't be surprised. I was very intrigued about another story because my, okay, so your feed is like the Olsen twins and all that stuff. If I had a pop culture feed, it would be Hailey fucking Bieber, my friend, okay? Okay, she, uh-huh. My obsession, I love her. I love her fashion, especially her fashion. And so when I heard those rumors about the stylist, someone sent a tip saying that basically her stylist, what's her name? How'd you pronounce her name? Um, Maeve. Maeve, yeah. That Maeve, her stylist, is like sucks and is shit. And Justin Bieber, when they got engaged, wanted to hire her a new stylist. But this was not an option for them because Maeve has basically dirt on her and so she's right. kind of holding them hostage right so yes yeah, somebody did basically allude to exactly that um i don't know what dirt they could possibly have on Haley. um she is a lovely person i can yeah, say I'm that like, what is the dirt like what the fuck is the dirt I honestly, okay, so <clears throat> on the website that I frequent, Crazy Days and Nights, they allude to the fact that she used to be a yachter. What's um, that? So I post about this a lot because I think it's actually really interesting. So a yachter is like a girl, like a B minus C list actress who very rich men will hire to frolic around on their yacht and maybe more. So the names that are always um, thrown out there when we talk about yachting supposedly is like Meghan Markle used to be a yachter. Um, who else? It's like a big one. Um, um, what's her name? Richie. Little Richie. What the hell's her name? Sophia Richie is another Richie. one. M- Michelle Rodriguez. Um, I mean, there's so many. I'm, I'm not even like thinking of the good ones. I'm like totally blanking. Oh, a lot of the Victoria's Secret. Oh, uh, Miranda Kerr. Some of the other Victoria's Secret models. Um, Which, by so, the way, all people that nowadays you would just see on a yacht on the reg. <laughs> right. 
Right, exactly. But back, you know, when they were on the come up or like trying to make money, I guess it was, yes. you know, an easy way to make, who knows, maybe like a hundred grand. I have no idea. Right. Um, actually, I do know it's not that much. I think it's actually maybe tw- maybe between like 25 and 100 because somebody actually did have a figure. So I okay. did a whole I did a whole post on this. Um, and anyways, her name, Haley's name would always come up on Crazy Days and Nights as a yachter. And I never, ever believed it because she comes from super religious background. She's a very, very sweet, nice girl. Um, she's been in love with Justin Bieber since she was 16 years old. Yeah. Um, so I just couldn't imagine her going that route. So that's the only thing I could think of. I I don't know that she got plastic surgery. Maybe that's something else. I have no, no that's idea. That's actually a question I was going to ask you, but for, I, I was first going to ask you about Maeve because then that person was like, she has a terrible reputation in the industry. She sucks. She's terrible at her job. But like, personally... I love the work that she does on Haley. So is it just Haley being able to wear whatever the fuck she wants and look good? Probably. But like, I think her work is great. Yeah. I mean, listen, like, I don't really think that she's reinventing the wheel. I actually think that she is sort of copying what I'm, I'm going to say Monica Rose, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was another stylist also sort of started that whole like athleisure wear all the time yeah meaning like you're wearing it all the time like the leggings the sweatpants so she's kind of like piggybacked off of that so I wouldn't really call her like revolutionary she just got lucky I guess by getting Haley as a client and now she has or actually she had Halsey as a client first I think right I can't remember. She's done a lot, like the Madison Beers and all of them, like all these young... I, I honestly don't know. I, I, I agree with you. She's not re- revolutionary, but I do think that whenever she picks something that... Like the stuff that she picks, I would look at it on a rack and be like, fuck no. But when you see it worn, you're like, fuck yes. That's what I think she's good at. Right. I mean, I don't know how much of it is that she's good at it or how much is of it is that she has good connections that send her good stuff. Do you know what I mean? Where she's able to pull from, you know, she's able to pull first from good designers. I don't, I don't know. It's, I feel like being a stylist is more about relationships with designers and PR firms. That's what this, the, the stylist is basically the connections. It's not. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Haley has always been into fashion. She's always, you know, even before she was with um, Maeve, she was pretty fashionable herself. So it wasn't like she was like dowdy off the street and like, you know, Maeve like pulled a Cinderella on her and like turned her into this like fashion queen. I think that they just probably work well together. I think Maeve gave her an edge that she didn't have before. She was kind of edgy. She just, I just think before she had to buy all her shit. So she wasn't able to dress and head to toe like off white. You know what I mean? Maybe she had, listen, I'm telling you this because I know, I know for a fact she didn't have the money to buy the head to toe designer. Maybe she had a pair of Givenchy boots and like she was wearing, you know, a pair of, I don't know where the kids get their jeans, like a pair of Brandy Melville jeans. Do you know what right. I mean? So I th- right. that's what she was like before Maeve. And then I think Maeve just made her all designer, but she was a little edgy. Like when, in the beginning, 
when she was like very close. So she was friends with Kylie first. That was her first, that, that was her best friend. And then Kendall kind of like took her away from Kylie. I don't know if there was any like bad blood about that, but you know, Kylie was very edgy when she was younger. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like she was kind of edgy. She just like took it up a notch with Maeve. So do you believe that Maeve is actually an arsehole and like a nightmare to work to work with? So I, how I start like conversations on my Instagram is like, I will do a Q&A and I'll say like, who do you guys want to hear about? And her name popped up. Like her name would have never come to my mind to even inquire about had that person not put through her name into the Q&A. So right. I, I don't know anything about her. I know that she is um, Haley Baldwin's stylist. And I know that Jennifer Fisher, I don't know if you know who Jennifer Fisher is. She's a jeweler in New York, has a pair of um, hoops named after her. And I saw that. And then I saw the price of the hoops and I was like, whoops. <laughs> yeah. So she has, a, she has, so Jennifer Fisher used to be a stylist herself. So either she knew Maeve from her old life and named a pair of hoops after her, after her because she loves her, or she named a pair of hoops after her because Maeve puts Haley in all of Jennifer Fisher's fucking jewelry all the time. So yeah. either way, that's the only things I knew about her. Those two things. I didn't realize she was so problematic, but now that people yeah, say I, it. All I see is pap photos of them two together as like best friends. So I'm like, if their relationship was kind of a, you know, an agreement based off of how much dirt she had on her, I don't know if they would just be hanging out as friends. Yeah, like if- I don't. I don't know if that's true. I, I do believe that I can see that like Justin would maybe want to get Haley a new stylist and Haley maybe feels, you know, too loyal to me. Like I yeah. can see that, yeah. but I don't know if there's dirt. But then again, like who the hell knows? I mean, she's married to Justin Bieber. Like who the hell, hell knows? Like who the, the fuck knows? Maybe she has dirt on Justin. Who the fuck knows? Right. So the in- information that I know about Haley, like, is really, like, right before she got back together with Justin. So who knows, like, what path she went down after those two got back together? I yeah. don't know. I was going to ask you because, you know, kind of Haley Bieber said... I've never fucking touched my face. You guys are comparing me to makeup artist photos who have been edited crazy. Do you believe Haley when she says she's never touched her face before? Um, I don't think she's had a nose job, but I do think that she's probably had like some subtle lip injections and maybe some Botox, but that would be it. I don't think she's done like the Bella Hadid face transplant. I don't think she's done that. No, I don't think either, but I think it would be a lie to say that she's never touched her face. I don't. No, I, yeah. I, but I think to her, so like, I think when she's saying that, she's thinking of like the Bellas and Kendall's and, and Kylie's because that's like her group, you know? And she knows everything those girls have had done. Yeah. Job, think, going she, under the knife. I think that she's never gone under the knife. Right. But, you think that she's enhanced some things like I I see that she potentially at one point got nose injections to be honest with you I mean maybe she did to try them out but I I don't think she got like her nose done cut, like you said it's yeah done. her nose is not perfect it has a little bump like it's not you know it's it's yeah. a good nose. like she's she's gorgeous like I think she's absolutely gorgeous but I, I I don't believe that no needle has come into contact with her face that's what I think no but I, like you said I think that she's 
she's saying when she says that she means that she never had her face cut. I don't think that she counts injections as like not touching my face. Right. Which is a very LA thing to do, by the way. <laughs> right. Exactly. So like, it's all relative. Do you know what I mean? Like what she's saying is, is all relative to her. Like, no, she's natural to her. She's completely natural. Yeah. You know what, you know what I say in LA? Natural yeah. beauty is expensive as fuck. That's true. It costs a lot of money to be able to wake up and look beautiful, you know? Oh, a yeah, I know. Of One of my listeners and friends and whatever asked me, why do we never hear tips about Beyonce on Dumois? That's a really good question. I mean, I think that Beyonce and the Kardashians, but not as much the Kardashians, keep their people really tight and in a tight circle. And they have those like ironclad NDAs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because let's be honest, like, I don't know for sure, but I'm gonna say that a lot of the information that I get that's filtered to me, there are NDAs probably being broken. Not necessarily to me one on one, but maybe to the person who they told who's telling me do you know what i mean so i think that the kardashians and beyonce just keep their teams really tight the only thing i've heard about beyonce is that <clears throat> she's very shy uh-huh. and i think that people have um mistaken that for she's not well spoken so i have gotten a few stories that have said that she's not very well spoken but i think it's just because she's shy yeah to be honest or or she's smart and doesn't want to say shit because she knows that it can be any little thing she says, yeah, is going to get twisted. So she just doesn't say anything, which is actually genius. So she's so, um, yeah, that's the only thing I hear about her. And then as far as the Kardashians, I get like little bits and pieces from like pe- hotels they've stayed in or. Yeah. Or like how kind they were to their fans or things like that. Right. But not like assistant stuff, like not like I was so I was because I do get assistant stuff. I do get like I was so and so's assistant or my sister was so and so's assistant. Like I get that stuff. I don't the Kardashians. I don't get any of that stuff. Stuff is the best fucking gossip, by the way. I have to say the assistants could like really have made a mistake. You know, the job they decided to go for. They should they should. Yeah. Um. Which brings me to my next little segment that I have for you. And that is a rapid fire. Okay. It's kind of rapid fire questions. It's only four questions. Based off of everything that was sent to you, who do you say are like the top two, three celebs that everyone says they are the nicest person, like generally speaking? Oh, I love this question so much. Okay. Um, Steve Carell. Because there's a lot of people where you get like 50% good, 50% bad, and that's fine. They're just like humans. They're normal. But I'm trying to think of like where there's never been a bad story. Um, Steve Carell, I would say Meryl Streep. Uh-huh. I want to say Will Smith, but I also think that there's somebody else that's like... And when I say nice, I'm going to say like these people, as described to me, seem the most genuinely nice. Like... I'll get stories and Sarah Jessica Parker's up on the um the feed right now. I'll mm-hmm. get stories about Sarah Jessica Parker and it's like she was so nice to me like, you know, outside of this play or whatever and she held the door open and said hello and it's like, well, that's she easy. should be fucking doing that. You know what I mean? So, and then the next story will be like Sarah Jessica Parker's like a nightmare to work with. So it's like, well, what's genuine and what's not? 
Right. So I would say those three are like have been consistently um the most lovely people, lovely humans. Yeah, I, like lovely humans. I need like the top like two no, notorious assholes that you always get that person fucking sucks. Um oh god. I've gotten like a lot of Leslie Mann fucking sucks lately, which okay. I was very very disappointed to hear because I'm a fan of hers. Yeah, I would say Leslie Mann only because someone I trust very well keeps every time I post a story about her, she'll the, this person will respond, she's mean. Nope, she's mean. Like, and I and I know that that person knows what they're talking about. So right. I would say Leslie Mann. And also I haven't gotten a lot of great stuff about Natalie Portman, which is kind of surprising as well, I guess. Surprising as well. Like I would say, yeah, I wouldn't say she's an asshole, but she doesn't sound like the best. It just. Right. Some people heads up. People, people, you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think, I don't think anyone has sent anything in I'm trying to think there's so many stories sent anything uh-huh. in where someone's been like out of control rude. I mean, there's also like the whole Cuba Gooding Jr. of it where like, I'm, I don't know if you've seen any of those stories where he'll like mm-hmm. literally like accost people. So I don't know if you consider that an asshole or what, but he's pretty problematic. I have a question for you that you're probably never going to answer, but I fucking had to go there. Okay. Because what would my podcast be if I had Dumois on the podcast and didn't ask that question? Was there ever okay. something that you were too afraid to publish and never published? Yes, a lot of things. Can you give me one? Please, just give. <laughs> like honestly, I would be so. And we've done the disclaimers. My lawyer will fucking ruin them if they ever come at us. But can we just have something? Okay. No, I would. I mean, it's not that I'm. I'm scared. Like sometimes I just feel really bad about posting it. Like I, I'm gonna say like something that sticks out. I really don't want to say who it is because okay. It's, Okay, that's okay. It's it's very sad, but this one particular person whose kids supposedly really don't like him, don't want to be around him. He is not a good as a good of a dad as he seems for reasons that I don't want to say are out of his control, but right. issue issues that he has. Okay. That are, are sad. Um so without like saying too much uh-huh that's one that kind of I didn't post because it was just it was sad like some, sometimes some yeah, of the stuff people send it is not like harmless gossip this is like serious family shit that yeah you know you could you cannot fuck with and it involves the kids as well right and I was I was surprised because you do see him with his kids a lot Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like this could have just been this person like popping off or whatever, exaggerating the situation, but it was just sad to hear that his kids like don't want to be around him and are forced to spend time with him. Um, right. again, I don't know if it's true. Um, but it was just something that was kind of, kind of sad to see. I guess there's a fine line between harmless gossip about who doesn't like who and who's fighting with who and who's right. not going. And there's like real fucking issues that like you put out there and you're the person that put it out there. Do you know what I mean? Someone also sent me something which was so fucking crazy um, about a model who claimed to have murdered their current boyfriend who 
I forget who it was. I don't want to say the name, but I think he was a rapper. Yeah. Um, so a rapper was dating a model and this person claimed the model murdered the rapper's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so this was in the beginning too of like when I first started like posting these stories and I'm like, I can't fucking post this. <laughs> they were like, they were like, I was working with this model and she was bragging about what she did to this girl and the girl had died. I don't remember the circumstances. I'm probably not like explaining it that well, but I just remember being like, I'm not posting about murder. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not on brand for Dumois, but also. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just not the right thing to do. So, you know, there's a fine line. And I'm glad to know that despite all the gossip that's being said, you do have a little bit of. Oh, yeah. I have, a, I have a line for sure. You have a line. And I love that about you. And I'm so, so it's glad. murder. Yeah. <laughs> My line is murder. Please do not DM me about murder. And I'm not even trying to make a joke about it. I'm being dead serious. I don't want to hear about like any crimes being committed or anything. Well, you and Stasi will not be getting along, my friend, because that's all she talks about is murder. Oh, Um, God. I'm so fucking glad that you came on the podcast. Thank you so much for all this information. My listeners are going to be living for this episode. Can you tell everyone where they can find you, where they can submit, where they can like all of the info? Sure. Um, So my Instagram account is D. Oh my God, I have to like look up how to spell, okay, spell it right now. U-X-M-O-R. Yeah, only because I've had a long day, but I do know how to spell it. Um, and my web- my website where you also can submit a blind item, which I think is a little more anonymous because it's obviously not linked to your Instagram account where I could like see your face and whatnot, is www.demois.world. Um, and there's a tab on there where you could send me an email if you so choose. I have so much information that I'll be submitting to the to the website. <laughs> trust me, it's fucking real. You're gonna wait. Have listen, to- I like. Let me tell you something. When I love when I get the emails because I'm like, I see them pop up, and in my inbox, all it says is like, I have tea, and then it'll have the celebrity's name next to it that they're writing me about, and I'm like oh my God, this is going to be good. So I get very excited when I get the emails. You'll get emails from me for sure. And it'll be really good too. So get excited. Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful and supportive thing you can do for this show. Also, if you would like to engage in the conversation yourself, you're welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Sit With Me. Don't forget to look for it. But all really annoying and thirsty plugs aside, hope you enjoy this episode.